What is up fellow Benchwarmers? Welcome back to another episode of Fantasy Benchwarmers. My name is JJT with Komish Eric. Komish, back to our another recording. Today we're going to talk about some news, a little bit of news, some uh, maybe a little, little bit of the recently concluded World Cup, uh, and then of course some updates from the Yahoo rankings. Komish, Yes. Get the ball rolling. Uh, a few news. The biggest news today, because some of the other news were the past few days, but the biggest news today is Kevin Porter Jr. Um, well, allegedly or being charged with domestic violence looks bad. It doesn't look good. Uh, I guess the biggest question I've seen on Twitter, who benefits here? Uh, we all know probably Kevin Porter Jr. obviously is not going to be draftable at this point. I don't think anyone would still, even in I, I even in dynasty leagues, I, I don't think he's worth keeping the, or holding on to. He really has a problem, I guess, attitude-wise, ever since his rookie days in Cleveland. And then, well, he was able to control it in Houston. There were some episodes. Well, it was but a contract as, year too. Yeah, not as bad as this one. This one... Um, well, Miles Bridges missed a whole season plus a little bit more. But this is worse, as you said, given yeah. the reports about uh, what happened to the, to the to his wife or partner. So I don't think he's going to be in an NBA game anytime soon. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Yeah. So and even in also, a dynasty you know, league, I don't think it's worth it. Uh, somehow, the, the his girlfriend is somehow a high-profile person as well not as high profile as him but he's she's a former wnba player she so scored sure. 72 points in a game i saw i just saw now right. so so this uh, is not you know uh someone you know probably kpj just met somewhere else or in the bar or whatever not that it's going yeah. to be making it any worse or better but you know of course given that this person is also famous that means he ha- she also has some power of, or on, on how this would go. And uh, not like, you know, the Miles Bridges situation wherein you just felt like it just went away, right? It settled. I am not sure if it was settled or what, but... You know. I, don't, I don't know if the details of the Miles Bridges thing uh, was made public. I guess that's another There were thing. pictures. There were pictures. Oh, yeah, so... There was a so I think for, for sure, he's but this one is a higher profile. Yeah, I'm not even sure if he's case. in jail right now or wherever he is. So you know, going back to who will benefit uh, from this, I think it's clearly uh, the rookie, Eamon Thompson. No, uh, we know we know Fred. Van There's D- like Eason. Will they benefit here? Yeah, in a way, in a way, uh, because of course, uh, you you remove one player who gets will probably get. 30, 20, even even with Fred Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks there, probably they will be starting. I think KPJ was their sixth man. I I think that was the plan. No, that was the plan. He should have been their sixth man. So that's a big guy out. Plus he's a very high usage guy. No, so you remove him from the bench from the second five. Uh, Tari Eason is in that second five. He's gonna he's, he's gonna he's good. not just the minutes. Maybe he doesn't get a lot more minutes, but the usage will be there. But I think. The backup point guard position is now open for uh, Amen Thompson, who's really good. He's really good, and I was really thinking 
where will they play him? No, where will where will they play him? Now there's a chance. No, maybe as a backup of Fred Van Vliet. Maybe you know uh, he's he, he can play with Jalen Green because he's he he can pass. He can do other things aside from scoring. So Amen Thompson might make him draftable in my opinion. The last few rounds, I think uh, right now with KPJ possibly out, I think he might be worth a shot uh, at that at this point. Yeah, but not too high though. I know you know people nah, might get too excited uh, considering this is a rookie as well. Again, with rookies there will be bumps and bruises. There will be ups and downs here and there. Um, except for maybe the top rookies. I mean, Eamon Thompson is one of the top picks this year, but um, I, other than maybe Wembanyama and Scoot, maybe um, Chet. the others oh, are... Chet. If, yeah. yeah, Chet. Well, yeah, Chet. Uh, this being his official rookie year, um, I think the others would still be a guessing game on how they will be. In, in, but but in, if you're gonna if you're gonna bet on rookies, I think the Thompson twins... Mm-hmm. Uh, they, uh, their summer league, they were good. They were good, and they, yeah. they, 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 and they, they have a good breath. pathway to yeah. Minutes. But but Amen, well, Amen did not. Amen did not have a good pathway. He, well, he yeah. Now now he has. Now he has. Uh, now well now it's better, but not yet. Yeah. You know, uh, real clear. Not yet but, clear. Yeah, not yet. But but Amen actually is better than Osar. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but he's really better for me, though Osar in Detroit might get uh, more minutes early on and a bigger role. But now, with this KPJ news, it might be even for both of them. It's it's interesting because I see mock drafts. I see, you know, different rankings and uh, Osar is higher than Amen. I want to see what happens now with now. this KPJ news. Maybe that will be reversed. That will, that could be reversed. Or they might be very, might be closer. They might be closer. Right. Under news, uh, PJ Washington re-signing with yeah. uh, the Hornets. Of course, Miles Bridges is also coming back this year. I think that's where the questions of uh, fantasy managers would be. PJ Washington or Miles Bridges? Who's the better fantasy prospect there? Um, well, we haven't seen Miles Bridges, as we said, for, I don't know, how many years? For a Was year, more the, than a year. Was the last... Was it the bubble, or no? It's not no, that. No. The one, the year after the bubble. Okay, okay. I was thinking maybe the bubble was the last time he played in the NBA, but it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, one, definitely one full season out at least. So we don't know how, what shape he is. You know what's his condition. But if you want me to guess, I think it's Miles. It's still Miles. Remember what Miles did. You know the last time we saw yeah. him, top 50, 60. So. You know, but but there's a, other. Th- well, that's yeah. a challenge, though. I don't think we, we anyone would expect Miles Bridges to replicate that season. Yeah, yeah, for top sure. Top one hundred, yeah. though. Mm, I'm still iffy as well in top one hundred. He's gonna miss the first ten games, no? So that's one thing. That's big, also. Uh, hopefully, you have IL plus, uh, so that you can put him there. And his draft position is not that high anyway. They're, they're not picking him in the 50s or 60s. Sometimes, you know, 90s, sometimes a little past 100, but the, high, the earliest I've seen is around the 80s. I think that's still okay. But if you can get him in the 90s and 100s, uh, that's that's perfect. Although, this PJ Washington news, of course, will affect him. You know, there will be there will be some 
minutes lost to PJ Washington. But if you look at Charlotte's roster, there will be minutes for them together because there are holes in Washington uh, in Charlotte's lineup, and that's a mm-hmm. backup center which PJ Washington can can do. Can do. So yeah, and backup point guard which Terry Rozier can do, and then you know they move up everybody. You know they move up everybody to shooting guard, to small forward. So so I think everybody can eat uh, in in Charlotte. It's good. It's good for PJ though. Uh, he's one player. If you if you drafted early, I'm sure he was there in the last rounds of your draft. Now yeah. I don't think he will be. And just to mention, there's another player who hasn't been signed is Kelly Oubre. Uh, mm-hmm. He's not been talked about in a lot. Not, not been talked about that, a lot. That's the but, thing about this this year's free agency. I think there are a lot of players who yeah. haven't really signed. And have been forgotten them because of that long break that we're having uh, after the NBA season. Plus, of course, there are other events. Like, no one, probably not a lot of people knew PJ Washington wasn't signed until the news broke out that they signed uh, him. He, they, they, yeah, I think so. PJ is not really a popular player. He's, he's effective, but he's kind of a boring yeah, But he's not, player. he's also not a player who's. Uh, a bench player who's, who rarely yeah. plays, right? He, yeah, he yeah. has a big role. So usually Even in these fan- things well, especially would be in something fantasy. that you'll... Yeah, especially in fantasy. In fantasy. He's one of a, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's one of the favorites of a lot of managers there. Um, and um, Kelly Oubre is the same thing. If you yeah. forgot, Kelly Oubre scored 20 points, averaged 20 points last year. Though we know what the problem with Kelly Oubre is, the percentages, lack of steals, lack of those things. And we know that. But... 20 points is 20 points. If he gets to a to a team that can use him, and Miami supposedly is a team that is waiting for uh, the chance to sign him, because I think the reason why they haven't signed him is they're waiting for the Lillard deal. Because if they're going to give up Caleb Martin, the, 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 the rookies, and Jovic, they would yeah. need some depth at their wings position. And if they lose those players, and they sign Kelly Oubre, well, there might be some... Role for Ubre there. I don't think it will be, be it will be last year's twenty points a game, but there will still be some role. He's still not draftable, but he's not nobody, as you said. He will have uh, his spot in the fantasy landscape. So those are those are things that we have to wait for. No. And lastly, for the news, at least uh, Victor Wembanyama was is said to be playing power forward, power forward alongside yeah. Zach Collins. Uh, so I uh, I don't know how how that would be. Well, the effect will won't be with Wemby. I think uh, for me the effect will be with Zach Collins. I I we have just talked about some news here. Uh, PJ that's a boost. Amen boost. Now Zach Collins, a a big boost. And we're gonna be talking about the Yahoo rankings. I think uh, segueing to the Yahoo rankings. Yeah. I think that is reflected already. Uh, this news is reflected in Yahoo rankings because I think Zach Collins moved up to the uh, around outside the 100. He was around 150s before this. Mm-hmm. He's now closer to 100, and I think that's where he will be picked from now on because he's now the starting center. They they well they basically said he's the starting center, and we know he can produce. We yeah. know we know what Zach Collins year. can do. Yeah, as as if you give him minutes, you know we, we know what he can do. So that's big for Zach Collins. And it is some effect on Keldon Johnson. I think 
well, Keldon was a favorite player of a lot of, well, not favorite. He was a well, popular I mean, breakout player. Polarizing. Really breakout. Uh, yeah. polarizing player uh, in fantasy, you know. But uh, for this season, for sure, uh, Wemby playing power forward will will really, uh, you know, hit uh, Keldon a, a, a big a big deal because that's posi- the position he played the most, I think, last season. All right. Uh, Yahoo rankings. You mentioned Yahoo rankings. So before we, you know, end the episode with the World Cup, um, updates or at least players from the world cup uh what significant or what major changes or noticeable rankings did you other than of course zach collins as you mentioned zach collins and i think the top luca went number two you talked about the world mm-hmm. cup i don't know if this has something to do with the world cup but he's overtaken and be it i i like aside from that the top is basically the same no so so i think the rankings it is getting better as as every year it's like that the first one is not yeah. that that it's getting closer as well to the NBA getting, season yes so it's getting closer to what i think it should be like jjj i think he's the biggest um uh, biggest news for Mover. me jjj was was he ranked in that first round i think 11 12 in the first in the first uh rankings when the first rankings came out he's down to 21 which i think mostly I think it's fair. I don't know how, what other... Because I've seen mock drafts. I've seen people drafting early and they've been picking Jack, Jaren Jackson 14, 13, 14, you know, 12 sometimes. So people might believe that early... Might be might have been swayed by Yahoo's early rankings or they really believe he's a first-rounder. But for me, he's not. No, and For me, he's not. So uh, this one, 21, just right. I think you agree that... It's yeah, 21 is just okay. I mean, first round, I can see why people would pick him first round. No Jamoran. Uh, I think oh. Desmond Bain is another player who's been, uh, you know, uh, who's benefiting from higher uh, ADPs uh, because of the Jamoran news. Plus, uh, the blocks are elite. Um, and I think yeah. maybe the center is not a position that's really... Uh, there, there not a lot of centers out here. So I can well, see why huh? people go... This year, there are more, much more centers to pick, uh, I, I would I would say. But the blocks, you're correct. You know, the blocks really sways the rankings up. Eh? And for me, you should... That, that's uh, just one category. No, one plus category. If, you're in, if you're at the turn, you probably won't be able to get Jaren Jackson. I'm pretty sure, you know, some of the guys... I, I and that's just me trying to you know play the devil's advocate on the why he's being picked in the first round, but I wouldn't pick him in the first round, obviously. I think there's just too much holes in his game for him to be picked in the first round. Like he doesn't give you assists, he doesn't give you a lot of points. Low field he, might, goal. he might score more with uh, Morant out, but that's just 25 games. No, after that, it's back to what it was you know outside from blocks he doesn't rebound the ball well we know what happened in the world cup 2.9 rebounds a game for the yeah. only big in the in the lineup of the us the us so that's you, you can see he's not really a good rebounder so there's lots of holes but elite blocker sometimes he gives you stats like four steals five blocks and you know you know those three those are the dreams of fantasy managers seeing yeah. a stat line of four steals five blocks three threes but if you look at it, he has those big games, but 
uh, uh, it's not consistent. No, it's not really always like that. But only except the blocks. The blocks are the ones that are consistent. But those multi stocks games are not really consistently there. So I just yeah. don't think it's worthy in head to head. I think to be a first rounder. So I think twenty one is good for him. And then a player who I think was also corrected by Yahoo and rightfully is Trey Young. Trey Young was twenty nine. Mm-hmm. When the first rankings came out, that's too low. That's too low. Uh, I mean, if if Jaren Jackson what's, has blocked, what's he now? He's seventeen. I think that's right. I think seventeen is right. Well, some managers pick okay. him. Pick him in late end first round. Like if you're in a fourteen team, sixteen team, I yeah. think he's a he's a good first rounder in that deep setting because he gives you automatically a build, no assist. Yeah. That that makes it easier. That makes it easier Sco- for a little scoring some threes. Yes, yes. So of course there I, are also lots of holes, but at least you know. And I think this is where you know the Jaren Jackson thing comes in as well. First, because of the blocks, but unlike three, unlike uh, uh, Jaren Jackson, Trey Young can contribute a little more, I guess, in other categories. The free yes, throws. Yes. The I mean the the volume of the free throws. The threes, the scoring, at least that's four categories that he's able that he's able to contribute. Interesting. So I think that's he's worthy of at least getting to that late first if you're in a 14 team or maybe yeah. early second, right? But but interestingly, the blockers, as you said, they dropped all of them. JJJ 21, Wemby 40. I think Shet is around close to 50. Kessler is 48. So th- they they dropped. The fact that Wemby is forty, uh, that's already a big drop. No, so so I don't know if uh, they change their I don't know algorithm with blocks or anything. But but that's what one thing I noticed. Everything, even Claxton dropped a lot. Well, the only other guy that dropped that I was surprised is Carl Anthony Towns, going to the mm-hmm. World Cup. No, he played in the World Cup. I think he was. This guy's also another interesting yeah uh, player for fantasy. Where will you pick him? It's just. A little bit about towns because second round, second round of a twelve team. So you're he's top twenty four for you in a yeah yeah yeah. So, but the earlier the first rankings he was thirty something right, thirty I think close to thirty. Now yeah. he's thirty nine. Now he's thirty nine. So worse. So he's worse. Yes. So that surprised me. I think that's one thing you. Guys, you know why it's the Anthony Edwards effect? Then, probably. Probably that's a, I Edwards. think that's a big part of it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. And but, what I'm afraid of for some managers is that they might be baited into getting Anthony Edwards too high. Because I think. So where is Anthony Edwards for high. you? Late second round. Who knows? I can. I think that's you know, too low. I think that's too low. Oh, where do you think he is ranked right now? As long as here's my thing, as long as Cat is there, I think he won't. He should not be first round. As long as Carl Anthony Towns is there, as long as they're playing together, um, I don't see any changes or you know major changes in terms of how they run things there. Um, if one is traded, then you know if Carl Anthony Towns is traded. Then that's a different story. But if they're both but, there, 
yeah, I'm not gonna I, gamble on Anthony Edwards in the first round or even the early first. Well, you're in that camp, I guess. The 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 not yeah yeah the the. He I don't want to be baited into that. I think that's, we can we can nice. connect this to the World Cup already. No, so yeah. since we're going there, uh, our next section is World Cup and its effects on the. Mm-hmm. On this, on the ADPs, on the ADPs, on the or, or on fantasy, in fantasy in general. Yeah. No, Anthony Edwards should be number one in the list because USA, of course, most high profile. And he's team. the hype, most hype player, the leader of the team, also. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't believe in the World Cup having any effect on actual NBA season, except for probably wear and tear on the body. I said this before. I said yeah. this before, and I, I still believe that. But when you watch Anthony Edwards, you see a leap. You really see you really see a leap in his game, but whether he's a first rounder, well, whether that means he's a first rounder or not, I I I, I think he is not a surefire first rounder, no, because of that. But I would not be against picking him as a first rounder in the deeper league. Let's say fourteen and sixteen, fourteen and sixteen team. I would not be against that. I think Jeremy doesn't believe that, you know, uh, he'll. Score he can overtake Cat to the level of it's going to be his team. I think it, he can. I think he's going to score. It's not, that, it's not that he won't be able to overtake him. I think he's overtaken him. We agree, right? Yeah, I think the playoffs have shown that he has overtaken Cat. It's just that in the regular season, the stats would you know even out at some point. Like, Carl Anthony Towns would be... I mean, we're talking about stats. We're not talking about who's the lead guy here. No, 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 yeah. We still don't I mean, know. Scoring. You know, we know Anthony Edwards is the lead guy, but having Cat there, you still have another weapon that you can use. And Cat is not just a specialist, he can do a lot of things as well. So I think the usage would be, you know, somehow you know uh, divided between the two of them. My my still, thing about that is the personality I see. I, I I feel like the personality of of Anthony Edwards will just Will just, you know, uh, force the situation for him to, to just really take over. As in, uh, I think he can score 27, 28 points this year. That's where I see it. And I see Kat staying at 21, 22. Uh, I don't have Kat that low at 39. That's too low. That's too low. That's, That's too total low, disrespect. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Late second round with Kat. I agree with you. Maybe 25, 26, 24, around those range. The only difference maybe with the rankings and with us, I think he can bounce back in the rebounds, get a, a, a little bit more blocks, a little bit more. Because I don't think Gobert's blocks will come back. I think Towns might 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 get some of those. So I think that's the difference. But Anthony Edwards, that's where we are a little farther. Uh, I don't think he's late second. I think he's more at the 16, 17 you know, at that at that so range, he's like early second to mid. Early second, definitely. At, the, second. at worst, yeah. At worst, at far. worst for me, early second. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's Anthony Edwards. So we'll, let's talk about some of the players in the World Cup. Uh, most of these guys perform pretty well, and let's see how it can impact uh, your decision. Right. So the first one I'll talk about is the World Cup MVP, Dennis Schroeder. I mean, um, we we get Luca. We talked about. I mean, there's nothing much to talk about Luca because he's probably maybe we'll talk about Luca and SGA a bit later. But let's talk about Schroeder because Schroeder is like the 
there's a gray area on where you'd want to pick shoulder shoulder see Toronto now he's probably gonna start and you know given that he probably have the minutes but he is not really known to be a great fantasy contributor he's not he's this not. World Cup might change that for some people and we want to warn you I guess my point is I want to warn you don't over uh, draft him don't draft him too high he's now 115th he's moved up he moved up I think 30 40 slots one of the highest risers also uh, is shooter but yeah that, 115 115 115 115 uh, he moved you up like that do I have him there? No, I don't have him Do there. Do you like him there? No, like no, I don't there? like him there. Even if Van Vliet is out, uh, the the point guard position is open in Toronto. Yes, I get that. But uh, his game, Schroeder's game, is not as you know uh, fantasy friendly for me. You know, steals wise, he's he doesn't have those. The assist is okay, but the percentages are not good. Consistency is not there either. Um, plus, it's a new team. Although, one thing going for him is I think he has a very close relationship with their new coach, you know, the Serbian coach. Yeah, and I think that's, it's a, that's the reason why yeah, he went there. He just yeah, that. I guess if it's a European offense or more ball movement or something, it might, it might fit his, his game. But I think you can draft him because of the, the, the opportunity. To start, but not at one fifteen. I I I might go lower, probably at one thirty, one forty. Who would you and draft the, first, Bogdan, Bogdanovich, or Schroeder? I might go. I might go Schroeder though. Um, Bogdan is good in FIBA play always, but when it comes to yeah. the NBA, he gets hurt all the time. <laughs> he always has something. He's actually good, but yeah, like I said, he gets hurt. Plus, uh, the he's with still with Atlanta, right? Yeah. And Atlanta. there's still Trey and DeJounte there. So the and, path and, to minutes is not that good. Actually, I, I'd be willing to pick him if I'm sure he's healthy. And that's just uh, what I think. His, his injuries are not the major ones, but more of those... Uh, Small ones. Yes. Minor, that, minor, but a lot of them. Yes, something like that. So I don't like to deal with that. For, for someone who's off the, coming off the bench, as he said. Uh, another player who probably moved up, Austin Reeves. Yeah, Austin Reeves is being picked at the eighties, and that's where he's ranked also in Yahoo in the eighties. And I think that's you like right. that eighties. Yeah, I, I like Austin Reeves. I don't know. I, 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 I like. Yeah, I know. I like, I like the game, his game, but I'm worried as well. But uh, remember, they're deeper. Yes, people might be worried. But if you look at the Lakers, he's starting. He's starting, number one. Number two, I don't think LeBron will really force it in the regular season. They have much depth this year than previous years. So Reeves will really... It's, it's, it's like this. Uh, Reeves will be their regular season guy. I, I believe that. that. They will really give him more role, a bigger load in the regular season. So that, you know, AD and LeBron can, you know... Uh, Pull back a little and preserve their, themselves with the playoffs. So I, I think I think Reeves should be okay. But don't pick him too high again. Not in the sixties, not in the fifties, not even no. the seventies for me. I, I, 
some people might think this is ridiculous, but uh, Franz Wagner or Austin Reeves? Franz Wagner. Uh, Even with the depth that Orlando has somehow. Well, the Lakers have more depth for me. Number two, I don't... What depth? Uh, but, I think... but Franz Wagner, my issue with Franz Wagner is he doesn't contribute as much as well in other categories. Yes, that is true. But uh, he, has scoring. Growth, he has seen growth in his game. Eh? He, he passes the ball well. He can shoot threes. The steals for me is something I wish he could improve on. If he improves on that, I think uh, it will be do a lot of wonders with this game. But he's the best player in Orlando. I'm, I'm, he's the best player in Orlando. He, as, as, of, as of the moment, as yeah, of he now, should be. He should be. He is yes. the best player in Orlando, and I don't care about what depth. But last year he didn't show that. That's the, well, that's my th- problem. That's true. Last year he didn't but, show that. But he's a young player. Um, he's a young player. I think he's still growing. He's still improving. Now this is where the World Cup, I think, has a has an effect. I think what I saw in the World Cup, the leadership that he showed, the everything that he showed. I think that's what we will expect in the in the NBA season. I think like the Carl Anthony Towns, Luca, and those things. I don't think those they, they have any effect. But the younger ones, like Wagner, I think, I I, I see that will translate to the NBA. The confidence see, you want, you want the World Cup. I mean, you want the World Cup. I think the confidence will, will, will translate to the NBA. Right. The other player from Orlando is of course uh, Paolo Banquero, who also played had a good uh, World Cup. Um. And you know, some people might say he is the best player in Orlando. Soon. Um, yeah, but you just mentioned Franz was. So you know, I'm pretty sure some of the Banquero fans would uh, argue with you that no, it's not Franz, it's Banquero. I think Banquero will be the best player in the in the Orlando Magic, but next year there he just has a lot, lot, lots more to develop. You know the percentages. He, there are holes as well in Bakker. Yes, team. I think but he started but, off really good last year, but but the, as a teenager to score twenty plus points and then almost seven, eight rebounds, and what he showed in the World Cup, he played center, small mm-hmm. ball center. That's the fastest. That's why they game. lost. Well, <laughs> yeah, but that <laughs> NBA is a different game anyway. So, I mean, that's good. That's good for him. He played defense. He played defense in the World Cup, which is something that people say he was not able to do in his rookie year. So there will be a leap for Banquero. Last year, I didn't even touch him. I didn't have any Banquero shares. Not even, you know, because he was being picked too high. I think he was outside, for me, outside the top. Because he was a one. rookie. I mean, he, so inefficient. For, right? for rookies, it's really hard to tell whether he's going to play well, right? But this year, I think he's worth a top 70 pick this year. Uh, I, I think so. I think their 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 improvements will be enough to get to that top seventy top seventy five uh, area for him uh, this season. All right, finally, let's move up way up the rankings. Uh, Luca and SGA. You know, I saw. Uh, I'm not sure if it's a clip on Twitter or a post on Twitter that SGA has a lot more in his game than Luca. Like. A lot more in his bag than Luca. Do you agree with that? Yes. Uh, when you watch him, when you watch him in the World Cup, the moves. I, I just, Luca, Luca. It seems like Luca works for his shots 
harder. No, work, yeah. works for it harder than than SGA. SGA is just so smooth. Though Luca is a better three-point shooter, I'll give I'll give him that. But uh, I think SGA has more moves in his bag. And actually, I had him higher than Luca in my rankings. But people have been surprised with that. They have all have Luca over SGA. No, because we all know about the holes in Luca's game, the turnovers, the lack of steals, right? The lack of uh, the free throws, the poor free throws, and let's say the steals are kind of evened out with Luca and SGA. At least the free throw, SGA probably edges Luca by a lot, by a by a lot, by a lot, throw, right? I think SGA is the biggest free free throw boost in the league right now. Uh, with Harden, mm-hmm. I don't think Harden gets to the line as much as SGA these days. And yeah. the whole of SGA. Maybe the, the other the other person who gets to the line as much would probably be Embiid. Embiid, yeah. So I think the hole in SGA's game is three point shooting, but mm-hmm. I think that's easier to to plug yeah, you know, yeah. than 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 Luca's problem. But Luca, Luca before I. We know the holes. That's why we picked him eight, nine, ten. We think we ranked him there before, but he's legit top five, top five right now in fantasy. Yeah. Um, I think scored... more it's the body. I think that's the biggest concern about Luca: the injuries, the yeah, minor, the injury. small injuries. He, yeah. Like you said, he gets banged up a little more, and I think he it's really part of his game. He's a big guard. Uh, he tries to, yeah, you know, overpower, you know, overpower some of the smaller guards. To the point wherein you know gets banged up a little bit more, unlike SGA who just tries to outmove, outmaneuver, out uh, just try to you know skip his way through the yeah. defenders. So I think that's the concern for Luca, the mileage, and you know his body will it hold up an eighty-two game season? Plus they have Kyrie, which allows Luca to rest a bit more. I think uh, mm. my my worry about SG is uh, I know he's played more games last year, but I still I still don't know if I should trust OKC to let him play yeah. a little more again this year. They will, they will. I think they're 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 gonna try. They're gonna try this year. It's time, you know. Shet is there. It's time for them to contend. Yeah, but but I've seen as you watch SGA, I can I can safely say. Uh, Number two, I don't, I wouldn't really fault you for picking him number two below. Number two onwards, right? Because <laughs> uh, there's lack of lack of players as well. Not really lack of players, but it's hard to decide as well. From BE, there's questions about MBE, there's questions about Luca. Um, maybe Yanis you could pick at number two. I think Other that's so high. Uh, I'd probably well, go some might, some might, yeah, right. So might, uh, but SGA, I wouldn't blame you if you picked him number two. And yeah, I'll probably get some SGA shares this year. Hopefully, I'll be able to have that high of a pick to see how that goes. All right, that's it for today's this episode. Uh, next up, we'll talk about some depth chart analysis. Uh, team by team, I will we'll probably do it for a division, but as always, Guys, please follow us if we pull out our uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and see Ben We also have a Facebook page, Fancy Ben Um 
course, follow us on Twitter, fbw_podcast and fbw_com_eric. That will see you guys again the next Fantasy Bench Warmers. Bye, guys.